Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. I am your host, Carlos Diaz. Welcome, everybody, to the Retail Podcast, a weekly episode. We're very excited to have another guest today. We have Michelle Rocha, who is the founder and CEO of Confidence Plus Fashion, uh, and she's going to give us an input on how she got started and what's keeping her business going through these tough times. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm good, Carlos. Thanks for having me. Great. Great to hear. So, Michelle, I know you have uh, over 20 years of retail experience coming with you in the corporate America. What took you from going through the corporate America channel and actually starting your own business? Sure. Um, So, having been in retail, as you said, for I think I'm going to date myself a little, 25 years plus, (laughs) um, you know, I really thought um, about how, you know, once I ended one chapter of my career, I really thought about how I wanted to move forward, Um, you know, and that involved, um, you know, creating a space that, you know, was relative to me, that that was meaningful to me, um, you know, and where I could create some sort of positive impact, you know, um, in the retail industry, you know, we, you know, we, we go with the flow, you know, um, you know, it's, it's other people making decisions and, you know, and it's fine, you know, but it's something, you know, dreams and goals that you have of your own, you know, you always want to um, have the opportunity, you know, to push forward with, and this was my chance. So I went for it. Um, you know, being a curvy woman myself, um, you know, and looking at an underserved market, um, you know, uh, out there um, in retail uh, for plus size women, um, it made sense to me. And it was something that I could fully get behind. Um, and that's you know pretty much why I started the business. Awesome. So, so is Confidence Plus Fashion, uh, fast fashion retail dedicated to plus women sizes, or is it just more of your streamlined fashion or what kind of merchandise do you guys carry? Um, we definitely carry some fast fashion, but, um, but we really gear more towards the 25 to 35 year old is our core customer. Um, so we're not in the necessarily disposable, you know, fashion. Um, you know, we definitely want, um, higher quality goods. Um, you know, not higher end. Um, we want to still make it affordable to, to you know, people. It's uh, interesting because I have customers that, you know, come from all parts of the United States and some are, you know, I, I found out are as young as, you know, their, their low 20s, you know, up to, you know, the high 40s and 50s in some cases, you know, it's, it's finding the right assortment, you know, that appeals to, you know, cross categories of demographics and, um, and that's what, you know, that's what we've tried to do here. Awesome. Awesome. And so, um, I know we were talking previously before we actually got on the, on the call today, uh, you mentioned that a big game changer for you guys have been to focus on the experience factor for your customers, right? We'll go way beyond the merchandise. And so I, I would like to talk a little bit about that, not necessarily just for confidence plus fashion, but what's your input on that for all the listeners out there, right? Cause I think so many people are so geared to just the name brands and the clothing and the, you know, the big name brands. But I think now the consumer is so much more driven beyond that point to where they want to get a complete experience from getting that shirt. It's bigger than the shirt. It's part of their life. No. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think right now, more than ever, um, you know, the, that customer shopping experience is, is, is intertwined with your marketing and your branding, um, you know, making that customer feel comfortable and relatable, you making yourself and your business relatable to that customer um, will give them that, you know, a confidence that they can purchase from you. They feel comfortable. It, you convey the same message as them. You know, we talk about, um, you know, and just in all my previous experience and, and just in researching this before I started, you know, the whole idea of being customer centric, you know, is, is just a really important term right now, you know, that I always keep top of mind. Um, you know, we talk about being customer focused, you know, and, and, and customer focus is a little different, you know, you know, customer centric is really about finding, you know, and, and getting a group of customers that, um, that trust you, you know, and how do you do that? You know, you have to engage with them. You know, for me, it was, in this day and age with COVID, you know, it's, it's a lot of social media, a lot of, you know, it's a lot more challenging for sure. But even in the creation of our site, we wanted it to be something that was engaging. So it was interactive. Um, you know, so for me, it was to put my face out, um, you know, in front of the business on social media. You know, we all have our comfort zones and definitely that was not one of mine, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that we got that message out, you know, and, and to be honest and to be genuine, um, you know, and, and that it doesn't matter nowadays. You know, people talk about, oh, I have 100,000 followers or 20,000 followers. And it's not necessarily about that. It's about that shopping experience and building those loyal customers. Um, and those are the ones that are going to sustain your business, um, you know, and and by engaging with them consistently, you know, whether we could talk about that later, but more, you know, engaging with them in different ways, um, build that trust. And then they feel good about, you know, buying from you. And it's not, doesn't become just about the product. They like you, you know, as a brand. Absolutely. No. And, and I like what you mentioned right there, because I think that's the key factor, right? Everybody is always under the misconception that because I have a very large following, right? You can pay for followers. That doesn't really translate into anything. You, you mentioned the keyword right there. It's all about engagement, right? So even if you have a hundred followers, but you have 125 comments and engagements, then that means you're doing way better than somebody that has millions of followers, but 10 engagements or 10 comments. You know? So yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And so let's talk, let's go a little bit deeper then in that regard. I know you guys, uh, one of the big things that you guys were talking to me about, and I found that super interesting was that you're doing like these video blogs where you're bringing in uh, your guests, right? Whether they're a customer or a potential customer, doesn't really matter, but it's about bringing a person that has overcome some sort of level of uh, issue or strive in their life and you feature them on your website. And so what, what's the plan or what's the idea behind it? What's, what's the goal? Yeah, again, I mean, I think that, you know, from the, from the, the conception of confidence plus fashion, you know, it's, it's helping people be comfortable in their own skin, right? So we all have struggles, we all have, and it's about winning, right? And winning at life, <laughs> you know, just the everyday, sometimes for some people, just to get out of bed is, is, you know, even hard enough. So we really want to look at um, the people and we've, we've encouraged people to contribute. And so we have a section on our website called Share Your Confidence. And that's basically where they have the ability to just tell their story, you know, tell their journey. Um, I get emotional because it's, it's, you know, it's a great thing. Um, but, you know, just to let people know, I can, if I can do this, then you can do this. So we've had, 
cancer survivors, we've had um, people that overcome disabilities, but all sharing their stories. And I think that that's been fantastic. And people love that. People love that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I love that you guys not only have it on a virtual standpoint and showcasing it on your website, mm-hmm. but you guys also do, obviously right now with the pandemic, small parties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you yeah. bring these guests to feature their, their life story, mm-hmm. to feature that overcoming mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. Uh, inside the party, right? And it's, I think this initiative, you guys call it Sip and Shop. Right, where you maybe yeah, have so, a little so, glass of wine and you have a little yeah. fun while you're telling the story. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Absolutely. So so we have yeah, so we have different ways to engage, you know. So again, because of COVID and because of the pandemic, you know, we've kind of recreated, you know, um what we are for the space. Um <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, we've brought in um we have sip in shops, um, and those are shop lives and they are for our VIP customers, which those people, you know, that have been uh, feature for us definitely are part of, and we're able to comment. They're able to comment, um, you know, on the clothing. It's a place where we can share, right? And mm-hmm. and who doesn't, you know, if you think about the old, um, you know, oh, I'm going to go shopping with my friends, you know, and you go out there and people tell you, oh my God, you look great in that, or oh, the, you know, this is, this works, or don't do that, or, you know, so this is our chance to have that engagement, albeit through social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so they're able to comment, but like, oh, I love that, or oh, I'm not sure how that would fit on me, but everyone is in a community, um, and that helps, you know, uh, you know, the shopping experience, you know, it creates a better one. We have the Shop Lives, um, which is that whole sip and shop. Um, we also have private parties, you know, again, keeping them to a minimum, you know, mm-hmm. at either someone's home. Um, where they invite their group of friends that are closest to them, and they can kind of have a little happy hour um, shopping experience. Or, you know, inside, you know, our facility or my home, you know, where we can have them come and just feel comfortable. You know, it's all about a comfortable setting, um, somewhere where you can feel um, they try on, they come, they model, they get super excited, you know, and that's what we want. You know, we want them to be happy about what they're putting, you know, on, on themselves. You know, we know that the clothing, you know, for, for whatever it's worth, clothing is a reflection of whether it's your mood, your outlook mm-hmm. for the day, you know, it really just says, okay, this is how I feel. And so, I mean, this is something that's really helped us in terms, yeah, of, no, absolutely. Um, in terms of engagement. Yeah. And to your point, clothing has a double-edged sword, right? It's not only how you feel, mm-hmm. but how people perceive yeah. you as well. Right. And that's so important, yeah. especially going into an interview, going to a party, going yeah. on a date, sure. whatever you might be mm-hmm. going through your life. It's mm-hmm. important that you showcase yeah. or the perception that you want to have. Of absolutely. Them. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. I love that. Um, and so another thing is um, that I know that you guys are doing is you're going through digital markets, right? You were, you guys were talking to me about mm-hmm. that. So how is that helping yeah. you? What's, what's the initiative behind that? Well, here it's, it's, it's our way of organic growth, right? You know, okay. so initially the, the business, one of the business strategies or marketing strategies was to get out to pop up markets. That was going to be a supplemental way to get the word out. As you know, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs know, um, you know, mar- digital marketing is expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the best way, the best way you can get the word out is really, you know, through organic growth, you know, and that involves getting yourself out there. So, you know, we were, and it's amazing the community of entrepreneurs that are out there. If you just look for them as a, if you're starting your business, just search for them. There's so many entrepreneurship groups out there in different cities and states. And you join them and they're really supportive and they want to help each other, right? Because it's, 
is small business supporting small business. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've, we've connected with several of those and they have, um, you know, again, versus a live open air market, they have a virtual market where, you know, we were on one recently where there was probably about 17, 18 vendors that all went live on Facebook at the same time or within a two hour period. Mm -hmm. And the shoppers or the people that were part of that group could go in and click on any of those and really do shopping almost like a marketplace or a mall, like you would at a, at a, uh, open a pop-up market. Um, you could stop by each person's quote unquote booth, you know, basically, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then you could shop. And what that does for us is it gets the exposure, right? You know, it helps with exposure. It helps with, again, it was our face on the, on the video on the live. So they could see us interacting. So they could see a little bit of who we are, uh, who we are, you know, what the, what the clothing represents. And then that helped them, you know, it, it, as a result, you know, you, you get followers, you get some new purchases, you get people who are interested, you know, and just have more questions about your business. And that's really what it's about. Nice, 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 nice. So what would you recommend after all these initiatives that you've done, that you've implemented in your business uh, for yourself, what would you recommend to all the new entrepreneurs that are thinking of going into business? What, what is the first step? What would you say out of all the things that you did, would you change the mm-hmm. sequence of events or would you replicate them the same way that you did them? And if so, what would be that first step, that game changer that said, yes, yeah. I am confident, I am going in the right path, yeah. I want to carry on with my business? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because we had a plan. Yeah, and it was, and I will tell you, and I'll be fully honest and transparent that that plan was very, um, probably, you know, in based on my experience, it was very corporate based, right? So it's what I knew, you know, it's how we marketed, you know, for many years I was in retail. Um, and then the COVID changes that, right? So, you know, that strategy that we almost were forced into pivoting to because of the situation Mm -hmm. actually is a strategy I would then encourage to somebody else, even outside of a pandemic, you know, it's about, you know, really understanding who you're trying to serve. Um, First, you have to understand the customer. You have to have a why, you know, why do you want to do this business? What problem are you going to solve? you know, for, for a customer, you know, it's almost like if you, if you consider that 30 second pitch, right. You know, what are you going to solve for them? You know, and then how are you going to do it? You know, and um, if you start there and you really are uh, really ground in that why, then the rest happens naturally, right. Then you go and say, okay, I'm going to be okay with as awkward as it may be. I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to say, I want you to be a part of my business. I want you to purchase from me. And this is why, you know, these are my reasons as the face of the business, especially if you're a small entrepreneur, it makes so much difference when I, and even now when I shop and I look at, you know, the multitude of ads and I'm not knocking big retail, they have a job to do, right? They have a space that they have to fill, you know, but as small entrepreneurs, it's about, you know, what space am I going to fill and what, what is underserved, um, you know, and that's what we need to go after as entrepreneurs. And then the key word across all categories is genuine. Just be genuine. So nobody will ever hate you. You know, you'll have some people that are like, <laughs> oh, my God, you look so funny or you look so awkward. And, you know, but it's, it's you, right? Yeah. So, you know, if they like you and you believe in your business, then your business will, you know, you'll see the traction and you'll see it flourish. No, thank you so much for that recommendation yeah. out there. So I think all of the points that you mentioned are great, Michelle, especially because most entrepreneurs, they're always, once they start their business, 
they think this is the path. I've decided to go down this mm-hmm. particular plan. And then the plan ultimately points to chasing the money, the money, the money, the money. Mm-hmm. And what you said is fantastic. You know, A, always be open to change, right? As an entrepreneur, you mm-hmm. always have to be open to change because you mm-hmm. might have a strategy. And as you're getting to know your market and your customers and your reason mm-hmm. why, uh, that com- plan can completely change 180 degrees. And it's okay if it changes. It's all about how you can adapt and you can evolve, right? And also, mm-hmm. if you do it genuinely and you do it with passion, and you do it with love and care, then it's not about chasing the money because the money will ultimately come as a result mm-hmm. of you doing these things, right? So, mm-hmm. so I think it's a great, great message out there for everybody. So please, for all of you guys out there who are starting your own business, don't give up on yourselves, right? Don't feel yeah. that if you hit a wall, it's the end of it all. Because yeah. you're going to hit a wall even if you're at a job in corporate America a hundred thousand times. And you're going to fail and failure is nothing else but an opportunity of wisdom, right? And Absolutely. so if you're going to fail, fail at your own dream, not at somebody else's dream, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, I love this. Uh, so mm-hmm. taking it back a little bit from, I guess, the inspirational standpoint, uh, from a yeah. technical standpoint, what did you guys decide to use as your platforms? Because I know there's a bunch of them out there in the market in order to follow your dream and to yeah. make your, your, your business happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, we talked about several, I, I did work with a consultant, you know, we kind of vetted out a couple, gave me the pros and cons of a couple of different systems. Um, you know, it's in the end and they're all, they're all good systems and they work for different people in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, um, you know, knowing what I wanted to do in terms of being focused on the business or being able to focus on the business side versus having to do daily you know, let me manually update that or let me change this. And I'm going to a pop-up market and I sold this much and now I have to go and adjust my inventory or, you know, do something like that. We decided to go with Square. Square um, was a platform that offered us the opportunity to be, you know, across all channels. So, you know, it, it allowed me to focus on the business. So mm-hmm. when I'm either at a pop-up market, I'm even, you know, someone shopping on the web simultaneously on our website, um, or I'm at a private party, you know, and I have maybe two different people checking customers out, um, you know, for their transactions, everything gets updated um, automatically. So, um, so yeah, so whether I, at whatever location I'm at, you know, whether I'm at a pop-up market, someone shopping on the web um, simultaneously, you know, we're mm-hmm. having a private party and two different people are, are doing transactions, everything updates automatically on the inventory side. So, you know, that Square offered that, you know, it's integrated completely with our POS, you know, and the inventory that lives on the site. So, you know, it, it made reconciliation, it made updating, keeping track of, you know, of correct, uh, accurate inventories, I should mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. you know, um, the most important thing, because you definitely don't want to have a ton of out of stock, you know, when you're a small business, I don't carry much inventory to begin with. So I want to make sure that that inventory is accurate. So that definitely was something that sold me. Um, because I knew I wanted to spend my time on some of the things that we talked about um, earlier, you know, and, and being present and being out there. So it was going to be difficult for me to do both. And, and it's worked for me. Um, we've also used um, during COVID, they have a delivery option. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been able to use that as well. And that gives the customer, um, you know, people that live far away can't, but the local customer, um, you know, gives them that free shipping, you know, because I, we don't charge on delivery. 
Um, nice, you know, it's nice. something that we decided to offer for, you know, a certain mile radius and, you know, the city's not that large. <laughs> so, you know, it was easy to do, but it gave them that extra, you know, incentive to want to buy. No, that's great. Yeah, especially I'm sure with all your years of experience in corporate America, usually all the technical systems are so complex and yeah. <laughs> every single environment has their own database mm -hmm. and you have the one database mm -hmm. for e-commerce and the one for the POS and then you want to do promotions and that's another separate database for the promotions. Mm -hmm. So no, yeah. that's great that you guys ended up using Square. I've heard a lot of great things about Square and how mm -hmm. they're seemingly integrated and you can run your promotions, mm -hmm. you can run your gift cards, mm -hmm. you can pretty much do everything that you need yeah. from your business. And having a higher level of traffic, because I think that's kind of been the fear that I've heard from a lot of listeners, is they mm -hmm. always think square, they think small business, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And they think, oh, it's just for the mom and pop shop. But I think mm -hmm. uh, that's not the case. I yeah. think they, they have continuously uh, grown as yeah. a company and at servicing high traffic uh, clients, mm -hmm. right? So that if mm -hmm. you have three, four, five, six, 10, 20, 30, 100 people shopping at the same time, it doesn't yes. impact your system and everybody's being taken mm -hmm. care of. Yeah, we definitely looked into, you know, their scalability, um, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure that we would be able to scale down the road with them. And, and, you know, we felt really confident. And then just, you know, again, you know, we're on a smaller scale right now, but just even in doing four or five different transactions at the same time, it was fine. You know, so as we move forward, you know, um, you know, we feel confident that they'll, they'll work with us. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Michelle, thank you so much for your input and all your time. Is there anything else you would like to say uh, before we depart for the day? <laughs> no, I, you know, I just encourage everyone, you know, you know, especially, you know, new entrepreneurs to stick with it. You know, it's, it's not easy, you know, again, but you, you go back to your why, you know, if, if it's something you truly believe in, then it won't, you know, you'll be able to push through no matter what, you know, the, the, that plan, that initial plan and be ready for some humps in the road. <laughs> uh, you know, definitely, you know, mine happened to be a pandemic, but you know, um, you know, people are safe and that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as we work through, you know, there'll always be something else, you know, that, that, that may come up and you just have to be ready for it and just push through it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. We appreciate your time and thank you so much for your input. Uh, confidenceplusfashion.com is the website for Confidence Plus Fashion. Uh, great line of apparel. I took, a, I took a look at it and it looks fantastic. So I recommend for everybody to go take a look at it. And if you guys have any questions for Michelle or any input, I'm sure she'll be more than happy. Of course, she features a lot of people in her website, additionally to selling goods. So please reach out to us or to her directly. Uh, and we'll be, we'll Absolutely. love to put you guys in contact, right? Uh, to showcase yeah. other features and other stories from other folks. Well, thank you guys so much for joining the Retail Podcast one more time this week. Thank you. Uh, Michelle, thank you for your time. Have a beautiful weekend. Thank and you we'll for be having touch. me, Carlos. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you would like to participate in the Retail Corner conversation, please sign up via email at retailcorner at proxima360.com or sign up on our website at proxima360.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and have a great weekend.